Hello, welcome to Coffee Talk Thursday. I am Cecilia and I like to hop on here to give you some quick um, tips and tricks for mental health wellness. Today, I'm talking about fighting fair in relationships. And some of these points can be helpful in any relationship, but mostly it's intimate relationships, um, long-term relationships, dating relationships, marriage, those kind of relationships. Why am I bringing up fighting and fair? Because, well, I think we all need to learn to fight fair. Conflict is something that we typically want to avoid and conflict is something that we want to walk away from. And we think that fighting or having conflict in a relationship somehow means a relationship isn't okay. That's actually not true. Conflict just means we have differences of opinions and all humans in any relationship are different people and have differences of opinions. And that's important. So conflict is going to arise. Conflict can be a site or a place of growth. It can be where you build more trust. It can be a place of where you build more connection. However, there needs to be some fighting fair rules. So what can happen a lot in relationships is that they, people don't establish rules in order to argue or fight fair. And so we go into relationships with how we learned how to do conflict from our family of origin. So basically what we learned as kids. So we come into relationships with different ideas, different approaches, different rules around conflict and fighting and having arguments and disagreements. And we don't spend a lot of time in relationships talking about how to create some rules that are fair to each person. So fighting fair is really, really important. Now, there are some things that make conflict really unhealthy. So things like name calling, insulting, yelling, screaming, throwing things, punching walls, um, you know, not sticking to a single topic, bringing in like every single thing that's happened in the last 20 years in a relationship into a conversation. Those things actually make conflict much more complicated and can be really unhealthy to the relationship and can be unhealthy to each person in the relationship. So I have some ideas on how you can approach conflict in your relationship um, in a healthy way where it doesn't create a lot of fear or instability or um, this kind of ingrained desire to run away from conflict or avoid it at cost. I want you to think about, I usually use sport, sports as an analogy. Every single sport has rules. Even in boxing or MMA fighting where it, the sportists actually hit each other, there's still rules of engagement. So in conflict, we need to have rules of engagement. We need to have some parameters, some boundaries, some limits in the relationship. Now, you want to have this conversation with your spouse or your partner, not when you're in conflict, but in times of peace. So when everything's calm to a conversation around, hey, I think we should come up with some rules of engagement around how to fight fair. So one thing to keep in mind first is to determine what's below the belt. So what is below the belt for you? So I use boxing. I grew up with, like watching lots of boxing. So I always think like, what's below the belt? You need to decide for yourself what's below the belt. What is something that your spouse or partner can say that would feel that is unfair or that it's really hurtful, that is taking a cheap shot, so to speak. And then you share those with each other. Two, you need to decide what respect actually looks like. So we use this term respect very freely, but we don't spend a lot of time talking about what does it mean? What does it look like? What does it sound like? Think about what you need for a conflict to feel respectful. Um, for yourself and in your relationship. Three, you need to stick to the topic. Conflict that goes from one thing to another thing to another thing or brings in like everything in the kitchen sink to a conversation is not effective. You're just fighting to fight. You're not fighting for resolution. 
So you have to stick to the actual topic at hand. If you find yourself kind of swaying off or your partner starts to sway off, just reel that back in a little bit and say, can we stick to this one topic as much as possible? Um, the other idea, the other number four is to make an agreement around the walking away. So sometimes walking away from conflict makes sense because things are too escalated or it's not really going anywhere or there's a lot of below the belt things going on and it's a bit of a timeout. So everyone walks away. However, walking away just as a way to avoid conflict or to not have a conversation is not really helpful. So it creates um, feelings of abandonment. It creates um, feelings of being rejected. So this needs to be a conversation around what does walking away actually look toward, like looks like. Number five, work towards resolution. The whole point of conflict or having a conversation that's really hard is that you want to be working towards a resolution of the issue. It's not just a fight to fight. So Resolution is always the goal. It's always the key. So resolution doesn't mean agreement. It doesn't mean that you both have to agree on something. Resolution means I have been heard. I have heard you. So each person feels heard in the, in, in the conflict, in the conversation. They feel understood and they've come up with an agreement that might be a compromise for both people in the relationship. That's what a resolution is. So you need to be art, like moving towards resolution, any kind of conflict. And the last thing to remember is that feelings take time to resolve. So conflict is very heightened. We feel all the feelings in our body, whether it's anger, betrayal, and hurt, or not being heard, or anxiety, or fear. All the feelings happen in your body. You have this conflict, this like interaction with your spouse or your partner, and then you come to resolution. Those feelings don't just go away automatically. Some people come down from that escalation very quickly. And a lot of people take a little bit of time to come down from that the emotional heightened feeling that you get in conflict. So decide ahead of time how you respect each other. What do you need in conflict? So is that you need to tell your spouse or your partner, um, I need some time alone. I need to not be here. I need some time to think or whatever it is. You need to give yourself time for that emotion to come itself down, to come back to a place where you feel like you're at peace with what's been going on. So those are my tips around conflict and relationships. I hope you found it helpful. Have a fantastic week and I'll see you next Thursday.